else did I do and how in love you were? Then came kids, work, responsibilities, and laundry. Suddenly your marriage became the last thing on your priority list. Are you wanting more out of your marriage? We're Jeff and Mandy Rose. We want to show you how to design your perfect marriage. Join us on our challenges of adventure, commitment, faith, and yes, intimacy. We want to help you make your marriage more. Get real up in here. It keeps real. It's about to get real, real. It, it, it's getting hot in here. I'm not taking <laughs> off all my clothes. <laughs> We're going to talk about a topic that's probably a little touchy subject to some people, but we are going to talk about sex. Love Megan. <laughs> Love Megan. I think this is making me like sweat a little bit. I'm nervous about this. Yeah. So the cool thing, like, we really have no plans for this. Like, we don't really have anything scripted out. I just uh, we knew that we were going to talk about this, and we're going to talk about it more. But we thought we need to have at least an introductory talk about baby making. <laughs> it doesn't have to be baby making. Doesn't have to be. Some people don't want baby making. That's true. <laughs> like but, me right now. <laughs> but it's fun to practice. Oh, geez. It's fun to practice. So what? How do you, how do you want to talk about this topic? I think we just need to talk about the importance of intimacy in your marriage mm-hmm. and like booty shaking, like uh, guys needs and girls needs are so very different. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy is this, this, uh, Jeff Rose thinks that we might want to do like a 30 day sex challenge. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> of course he does. Right. Oh yeah. Of course, of no, course. but, uh, no, I think when we get dive down, I want to bring on a, a couple that actually has like kind of coined that, uh, the thing, and they tell their story about their attempt at the thirty. I think they even attempted a sixty-day sex. I challenge. feel like this is a little much, though. Like sixty days of sex. Says who? Says the women. Says. Can I get an amen from the ladies? Hell no. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> oh geez. <laughs> okay, so first of all, let's just say, like, sex and marriage do go together. So this is a topic that we can talk about. You know, the Bible. This is in the Bible, but you do need to be married if if you're having sex, if you're listening to this. But I guess I'll just start off by kind of sharing my view on sex and my needs, because I think that a lot of women can relate to this. And I don't know if this is like a lady thing or maybe this is just a Mandy thing, but I am the type of person... I don't need a lot of sex. I don't know if that's, like I said, because I'm a woman. I mostly need a lot of cuddling, a lot of helping me with the kids, helping me around the house. But sex, I don't need a lot of sex. However, that being said... If you just heard like this deflating balloon, like that was like my gut just like... (sighs) Oh, please. So you haven't listened to the second part. I was going to say... Go for it. I do realize that my husband's needs involve sex. (laughs) He does need sex. And that is one way that he feels close to me and that he feels um, good about our relationship and that he feels loved. And so I realize that. And so (laughs) sometimes I have to put my needs aside to help your needs. Right, babe? (laughs) Are you yawning? Amen to that. He's yawning. He's bored with my sex uh, talk. I, I mean, should I start talking dirty and then you'll listen? 
I'm sorry. <laughs> Can I press pause? All I'm saying is I don't need a lot of sex, but I do realize that you need more sex than me. And we have come to a compromise. I think this is important that you have to have this talk with your spouse about each other's needs. So this doesn't even have to be about sex. It could be about what do you guys need from each other to make your marriage more? Agreed. And I, first of all, I want to say, I mean, just to, to, to be real, I think about some of the things that we have fought about the most in our marriage. And I feel like the two things that come to mind are money, finances, and sex. And, and it's like, I mean, and for the most part, like, I, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to sound vain at all, but when I look at it, I was like, I think we're pretty freaking hot. You know, or at least you're, you're hot. You know, so like, it, it, there's no question why I want to do you like every day, every other day. Oh, God. Every this day, is going twice in a day, a bad three times a day. No, we um, kind of going back to like, I just, I mean, this is. I you we, totally just like blah, blah, blah. Like, you can't even spit it out. Are I, I'm, you nervous? I'm trying to. I'm Are trying to. Are you nervous about talking about sex? No, I'm good. Okay, I'm well, good. Then, like, talk. Now. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, whenever we were in college, I know this is like going back in time, but. I was really good at being, um, you always said I was very persistent. Oh my gosh. I was very so persistent. persistent. So like, I just, you know, if I wanted to, like, I would just be all cute and cuddly and I just kind of keep trying. And I'd say 98% of the time, like it, it would work. We weren't married in college, so this is not going good on I, the podcast. That's true. <laughs> I, I mean, luckily there's grace for that. I get deployed to Iraq, you know, I'm gone for over a year. I come back and the persistence didn't, it didn't really work anymore. Whether it was just being separated, then we had you know our first kid, second kid, third kid. So, but I kept up the persistence. But I was always, you know, I, I was being very selfish. Where I wasn't meeting her needs. I recognize that now. I didn't recognize it at the time. And I would want sex. And sometimes she would oblige. Majority of the time that I wanted it, she didn't. That's because I was you know asking every other day. And uh, we would fight about it. Yeah, well, let me just jump in really quick because when you're saying you weren't meeting my needs, so this is like just an example. So my needs are like I would want him to come to bed with me in the evenings and so we could like lay there, maybe watch TV together, like just be able to lay there and not have sex. Like that's what I wanted out of it. And he would be the type of person that like he would stay in the living room on his computer or watching a Cardinals game or whatever it was. Go Cardinals. Until like whatever hours in the night and I would go to bed and be asleep unless, unless he wanted sex. And then he would only come to bed whenever it was something that he needed. And so that was, that's kind of what he was saying whenever like he didn't realize that my needs were not being met and only his needs were being met. Yeah. So what was I doing wrong again? Are you serious? I'm just kidding. No. Oh my God. No. And like I said, in the moment, like I didn't see it. I didn't see it because, you know, as a male, there's part of you that even though I was always good about not doing this, like I I would never say, well, I'm the breadwinner here. I'm the one making the money. Like I deserve the, you know, like this entitlement thing. Right. I've been decent about that, but I ain't going to lie. There was part of me thinking like, I'm the man. Like, what do you mean? Like, no, like, what do you mean you don't want to have sex with me? Like, you're crazy. Are you kidding me? You're cray cray. I'm just, 
I know where this is going. I'm just saying like... <laughs> He's the man, everybody. I'm just I'm saying these are some of the internal thoughts that are going through my head and are most likely going through other males' heads. I'm just saying we might have a marital on this podcast. <laughs> but I mean, this is this is why we would fight about it. You so know? men think like they're the man and then their wives should just be like, he's the man. I'm going to give it up? Or I, I don't understand. Because women think like... I mean, yeah. I need you to unload the dishwasher and like read a story to the kids while you let me take a bath with some candles and then like I'll be ready to go but guys don't see that guys are like I'm gonna sit on the couch and watch the cardinal game while you put the dishes away I'm the man yeah because you're the man folks let me just tell you men you are not the man (laughs) so anyway be having that that way of thinking which was obviously totally totally wrong and just you know just totally off track whatever and thankfully through a lot of prayer a, a lot of I'll say soul searching and realizing that. And also through just a lot of, I'm trying to think of like one fight that we had that was purely about that. And actually I recall it was, uh, we were on vacation. We were, I forgot, we were in, I don't know. Uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. And we had a, not really an apartment. It was like a, a condo. A condo. Oh my gosh. This what? podcast is making you like lose, lose your words. Like <laughs> it's horrible. I feel like no more sex podcast. No more. Like, I'm clouded. I'm clouded here. <laughs> We were gone for almost a week. I wanted something and I think we were fighting about something else. And then I tried to get in and it didn't work. And we had a fight. And I remember, gosh, I just remember having probably one of the most selfish responses. I don't remember exactly what I said or what, how, what I did. But I remember thinking like, how dare you like not want to have sex with me? Like just at least one time. Like, give me one time. I mean, are you serious? Like how I was like. But mind you, our three kids are on this vacation with us. Okay. In the other room. Well, still. Whatever. Like, okay. For a mother, when you take three kids on vacation, that's a lot because the mom is the one that's having to like figure out how to play with them in a condo where there's no toys. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so anyway, it was, it was a bad fight and I ended up apologizing then I feel, but I don't feel like it was until we finally got home. I'm trying to remember what happened. I just remember though, like her, just her crying and just being visibly hurt you know and like it was probably the most hurt that I had seen her like in a long time like in a very long time and it finally just clicked I'm like what am I doing like what have I done you know why am I treating my wife like this why am I making her feel like this like if I truly love her then why am I doing this to the person that I love and I think it's important to say that like at that point I was feeling like just an object I think, you know, because it was like he needed sex. And if I didn't give it to him, then he was mad at me. And then there was this resentment towards me. And he was never understanding about it. He was never like, oh, I totally understand. Like the kids are here. It's, it's, you're tired. No, he was like, if I didn't want to have sex, then he was mad. And it made me feel like you were just looking at me like I was just this object that was going to give you sex whenever you wanted it. And so that was hard for me. Yeah, and and like I said, I was just I was at the time I was numb to it. We definitely were not practicing the love habits. I mean, you know, and that was just would have been the minor things of meeting her needs. But I can only imagine if I actually was, you know, making the effort to give her the connected kiss, give her the seven second hug, have that catch me up talk, and go to bed with her and satisfy those needs. And like it would have been, I mean, I don't know how many times she told me like, you know, if you would just come to bed with me after a while, like you probably you probably get some, you know, get more <laughs> more and like. That was the truth, but like, did I do it? No, because I was selfish. Because I wanted to watch the Cardinal game. I wanted to watch whatever game was on TV. And I made all these 
I made all these selfish excuses for myself to justify why I did what I did. Well, and they obviously weren't worth the case, so. Yeah, and I mean, we still struggle with this. Like, this is something that we've struggled with, I think, our entire marriage, and I think a lot of people do. Uh, but we've definitely gotten better. And I think it's because we've had open communication about like, what are your needs? Like write them down. <laughs> like, what do you need from your spouse when it comes to sex and intimacy? Like, what are your needs? And we finally had that real conversation. <laughs> you know, it's like you can have it in, in fights and you can say like, uh, I don't want to have sex with you. Like you didn't help me do anything today. Or like, you know, I'm so tired. The kids are blah, blah, blah. Like, but until you actually sit down and the two of you can have like an adult conversation about your needs, I think like it changes everything. Yeah. I mean, I remember it was something as little as, you know, my wife, you know, for the most part does a majority of getting our kids ready for school, getting them dressed, getting their shoes on, blah, 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 you know, making our oldest lunch and just all this stuff. And just a simple gesture of like making our son's lunch. I mean, as, I mean, it takes me all of four minutes, you know, for me to do it, but she was doing it. She had never voiced to me that you know she would have enjoyed for me to do that. So I didn't know that was a need. It wasn't until in the middle of an argument that I discovered that. And I was like, no, I'll do it. No big deal. Like, and, but it was a big deal. It was like this little thing that she, one less thing she had to stress out about in the mornings because it was taken care of. And I think that's just one example of, of not, I didn't know that was a need. You know, We didn't have that conversation to understand, to know like, hey, is there something that I need you to do? Could you do this? Yeah, and I think I was wanting you to meet my needs, but sometimes I wasn't telling you what those needs were. So I think women do this a lot though. They're like, oh, I just want him to help out more. or I want him to offer to put gas in my car or to pick up the kids today. Or I want him to offer to make the lunches every day or to read the kids' books at night so I don't have to do it every night. Like I wanted him to offer on his own. But I think the thing that we need to understand as women is that men do not think like women. (laughs) Men think completely different. And sometimes men need direction. And so you have to tell them what you need. And so it was a little bit my fault because I was just like waiting for you to like, in my mind, be this perfect man and husband. Whenever in reality, you had no idea what I was even wanting or needing. So being able to just say that to you, to be like, hey, I need you to make the lunches for me in the morning. Or like, I need you to pick up the kids today from school. Or hey, I need you to put the kids to bed tonight. I'm gonna, you know, I got some things I need to get done. Like, it's amazing. Like, (laughs) it makes me feel so good because... Before, I was just doing it all with this like heavy burden of like, I guess I'll just do it because I don't want to make him mad or I don't want to, I'll just do it myself. But being able to just ask him, like it's changed everything. Yeah. And I, I think the cool thing now is now that I've recognized what those needs are, and this is something that it needs to be ever evolving because, you know, right now, like our son actually either makes his own lunch or he eats school lunch. So that's not even a thing we have to worry about anymore. But pretty soon there will be other needs, you know, that kind of will evolve. Like our middle son will need lunch and just have to make sure you recognize that and have those conversations like, Hey, will you help me out this? I need you to help me out to do this. And once we've had those conversations, I mean, I honestly, I can't remember the last time that we actually fought about sex. Yeah. Because when my needs are being met, then like I want to meet your needs. And so I think it's just like a win-win. I know. I mean, like last night it was great. Um, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> oh, I'm giving him the side eye. Whatever you wish. <laughs> hey, it's, it's love. It's all about love, right? Okay. Well, that was a little. Too it's far. funny. It's funny that she's wearing a red shirt, and like the color of her face now is almost the same as her shirt. <laughs> How funny is that? But this is not an episode about specific sex 
instances. This is an episode just talking about your male needs and, and female needs and sex is involved. I want you to share one comment, though, that you've... Uh, I know you've gone to dinner with some of your girlfriends and this is, came up and they were talking about like how many times that they did it per week with their, their spouse. And can you tell me a little bit about their response when you shared? Well, I, yeah. I mean, like I said, I think women just don't need sex as much as men. And so especially when you have children and careers and responsibilities. And so sometimes women are just tired. And like if their husbands are not persistent and if their husbands are not voicing their needs, they can easily, easily, you can fall into this trap of like just not being intimate with each other. And to me, then you become friends and not just friends because you're friends anyway, but you become just friends (laughs) instead of partners. And you kind of, you know, you just are roommates instead of, um, uh, your your spouse spouses that were spouses, <laughs> yeah. But so the conversation that we would have, we were just we were just talking about sex in general and just kind of how many what we thought was like the normal like how many times we had sex with our husbands. I, I can't even believe I'm talking about this on a podcast. <laughs> My friends, I hope they're not mad at me, and I'm not naming any of them. But so we were just talking about it, and most of them said like w- one of them said that they hadn't had sex with their husband in like three months. And the other ones, they said, like, sometimes once a week, but, like, once every two weeks. Like, they they weren't, like, consistently, like, having sex weekly. That's for sure. And so I, they were asking me, like, how often I had sex. And our normal thing that is, like, what Jeff needs and, and what I need. Like, seven to eight times. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. You're so full of it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is... Two times a week, two to three times, two, I I would like just one, Jeff would like three, so we meet at two, and so twice a week is about our normal, and we try to, we try to be conscious of that and make sure that we are making time for each other twice a week, because it can be really easy to just go to bed and go to sleep, Um, and so sometimes you have to be sneaky about it, and sometimes you have to, innovative, I guess, like, it doesn't, like, people think sex always has to be in the bed at night, it doesn't, like, I'm just saying it could be other places. That's what bouncy houses are for. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can we delete this whole podcast? No, but I, I think the, the, the point though I want to drive home is that if you're not being intentional of trying to be intimate with your spouse, like people need sex. Like people need sex. Like people? People. Like men and women need to have sex. Like it's just married couples. I'm just saying people in general. I'm just saying people like that's it's innate in us. It's born with us. Right. And the point I want to drive home is that if you're not having sex with your spouse, then that's when bad things start to happen. That's when you start looking at other people, when you start having other friendships with, you know, the opposite sex. And that's when bad things start to happen. I think it's where affairs happen. You know, I think that's why you have to be constantly being intimate because if you're not, I mean, if, if you're gone three months without having sex with your spouse, like I guarantee you like that person needs it. Right. And for women, like you, you probably don't feel attractive to your spouse. You don't feel loved. You kind of just feel like, oh, they don't look at me like they want anything to do with me. Because I know sometimes like you do want to have sex more than me, but I do appreciate that you are attracted to me and that you think like (laughs) that you want to have sex that much. I mean, it makes me feel like I'm still pretty to you. And I mean, there are other things. Smoking, babe. You're You're smoking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> women sometimes, I think that's with women, it's not always about the sex, like they're not getting sex, so they go elsewhere, but they're not getting that emotional need met of feeling attractive or feeling loved. Yeah, agreed. And I, I, like, like I said, that's why you have to be intimate. That's why you have to make an effort to, to have sex. And then 
if you're struggling in that area, like we talked about earlier, it's identifying what those needs are. And it, it goes back to communication, right? I mean, the more you communicate with your spouse, the closer you're going to feel, the more you're going to have sex with them, you know, period. But it, I know it's tough because we've done... But not we, sex on your period. Not sex on your <laughs> you period. You said sex, period. Got it. Okay, yeah. anyway. <laughs> thank, you for, thank you for clarifying. Thank you for clarifying. clarifying. So we just want to have this introductory talk about sex, just so you can hear a little bit from our standpoint. We definitely want to bring some other uh, couples that are maybe even more experts in the space than we are. I'm thinking one couple in particular that uh, wrote the book on that, and I'd love to have them and share their story. But yeah, so I mean, if you're listening to this and you haven't had sex with your spouse in more than a week or two, like... Make it happen. Get on it. <laughs> get on it. <laughs> your husbands are going to thank us if you're a female listening to this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like high five to me. like Oh, because he's the man, people. <laughs> I'm the man. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. All right. Well, hope you enjoyed this podcast. Hopefully, it uh, didn't make you a little uncomfortable. Uh, hopefully, you weren't listening to this like loud or other people could hear like, what are you listening to? Or your kids aren't like, don't have this on like your speakers on your computer where your kids are in the, other, in the same room. Not good. Not good at I all. think we're going to have to do like a little blurp at the beginning like this is pg-13 oh it's not pg-13 it's pg i don't i disagree uh, maybe it's pg-13 okay but it's not explicit it's not like no i agree i think it. this is just talking about the needs of sex i got it okay so are we going to are you serious okay, okay. all right no <laughs> until next time this is jeff and mandy rose reminding you that it is your marriage your life and only you can make it awesome you totally messed that up I did that's I? my line what did i say it's, it's this is your life this is your marriage and only you can make it more what did i say i don't know but you said this is your marriage this is your life and only you can make it awesome oh i did <laughs> <laughs> no sex for you <laughs> dang it all right until next time take care Now to the people at home or in the crowd, it keeps coming up anyhow. Don't decoy, avoid, or make void the topic, cause that ain't gonna stop it. Now we talk about sex on the radio.